On today's podcast, I talk with Lauren from Well Elephant. You are going to love hearing Lauren's story on how she reversed heart disease by following a plant-based diet. This is such a great interview. She tells us exactly what she did to reverse heart disease by following a plant-based diet and ditching oil. And she has all the tips and resources for you to do that too. So let's listen in to Lauren from Well Elephant. Hello, and welcome to the Bull of Life podcast with your hosts, Joe and Sarah Hayes. We are so glad you are here with us today talking about food, faith, and family and how each of those topics impact our everyday life. The purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the inspiration to live your life more abundantly. On this podcast, we will talk openly about what we consume. Whether that means what goes on our plate and in our mouths. Or what we see, hear, and listen to, and how that can change our mindset for the day. We truly believe life is a journey. And that is full of lessons for each and every one of us to apply if we can get quiet and listen. We are so glad we get to experience this life journey together with you. So hey, go grab a spoon. Or a fork. And let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Bull of Life podcast. Today I am joined by Lauren from Well Elephant, who I actually connected with way back in 2018 when she happened upon our sponsored vlog, Bad to the Bull, and she reached out to talk about oil-free recipes. I loved hearing her story about how she reversed heart disease with plant-based eating, and I wanted to bring her on today to talk about exactly that, as well as her huge desire to help others transition to plant-based eating with ease. So let's dive in and meet Lauren. Lauren, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, how long you've been on a following a plant-based diet, and all that good stuff. Hi, Sarah. Um, Thanks for having me. I uh, live in Austin, Texas, and I have been on a plant-based diet for, it's been five and a half years now. I just can't even believe that. And uh, I I originally got on a plant-based diet to reverse heart disease, as you said. Um, I found out at 46 years old that I had the beginnings of coronary artery disease. I had some calcifications in my arteries and um, the doctor just wanted to put me on some statins, some cholesterol medicine and send me on my way. And that just, that just didn't resonate with me. I, I really, I like to address the root cause of my issues. (laughs) And uh, so that, that's what led me to investigate um, a plant-based diet. Yeah, that's so true. You go to the doctor and they just, you know, and nothing against doctors because if you need meds, you need meds. Yeah. But um, like you like you said, so many just are, okay, let's just throw a pill at it and treat this, this just immediate problem. Mm-hmm. And then um, even if it, you know, it's helpful at first to treat the immediate problem with, you know, maybe a pill or something like that, there's not even, they don't even discuss like, like diet or anything or changing your diet or food or or anything like that, which is so surprising because I don't, I don't want to scare people, but here we are in, in a pandemic and we're so concerned about COVID, but I was actually looking at um, the CDC and some updated information about heart disease. And actually one person dies every 36 seconds in the United States from heart, from cardiovascular disease, which wow, like, why aren't we talking about this more, right? Yeah. Do you feel the same way? It, it Unbelievably so. Um, yeah, it, it was really shocking to me that I was supposedly going to like one of the best cardiologists in Austin, and he really did not address that. Well, actually, that's not true. He did. He told me to eat like chicken and fish and healthy oils like olive oil and eat avocados and nuts. And what I came to find out is that's really the opposite of of what a heart disease patient should be eating. That's just so high in fat. And um, so it just seems that their training is really off and it's not their fault. They just get such little training in nutrition. Um, And that's really a crime because honestly, the, most diseases 
as you know, come from inflammation in the body. And most diseases can be reversed by eating a healthy diet, by eating a plant-based diet. Um, and the evidence is so overwhelming. It's not even a question of, is that true? It's true. It's overwhelmingly true. And the thing is, either they don't know or they think their patients won't adhere to it or, you know, I'm not sure why they're hesitant to bring it up if they know about it. I, I think that they just think people won't follow it. And that's just not, well, you know, that's not really up to them. It's like presented. And if they want to follow it, they can. Right. Yeah. They shouldn't put a blanket like on, mm -hmm. okay, everybody's going to not want to do this. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> like that's just. I don't bring it up. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but you're right. Um, but, you know, also doctors aren't, you know, trained in nutrition. Right. Um, you know, they are trained just to kind of do that immediate, you know, treat that immediate problem. Um, but like you said, now that, you know, more and more information is coming out about how diet does help inflammation, it does help, you know, reverse heart disease, you would, you would think that they would mention it more. So you were at the doctor's and he's trying to say, okay, go on this, go on, you know, eat chicken and, you know, avocado and take this medicine. But what made you go home and even start researching? Searching other options. Well, you know, while I was at the doctor, I, I, I really, I sat there and I started crying because he's like, you have a 20% chance of having a heart attack in the next 10 years. And I was just, I couldn't believe it. And when he went through the list of things to eat, I said, wait a minute, that's exactly what I'm eating. That was my first red flag. I was like, yeah, that's what like, I hey. eat. <laughs> yeah, like, hello, I'm already doing this. And he's like, well, you have to exercise. I'm like, I exercise. I've been, you know, I exercise. I am an exerciser. That is my diet. I can't understand what you're telling me. You just think if I take a statin, then that'll cure me. And he's like, cure you. So I was like, I don't know. I, I left there and my head was spinning. He gave me a stress test. He's like, okay, you're not in immediate immediate danger, but you need to address this. So, you know, let me know. He's like, I'm going to call him the statin for you, the medicine. You can pick it up if you want. I'm like, I'm not picking it up. <laughs> so I left. I went home and I didn't, I didn't really think to research it. I didn't know what to do. I didn't think to research a plant-based diet, but I called my dad. I was talking to him on the phone, telling him what happened. Uh, he lived in Florida. And of course, he has heart disease. My mom has heart disease. You know, it's on both oh, wow. sides of the family. Um, people drop dead in my family at, you know, in their forties, my grandfather died at 63 from his third heart attack. So it's really prevalent in my, in my family. And I was, I was telling my dad, he said, Oh, you should get on. He goes, you should read Dr. Esselstyn's book, prevent and reverse heart disease. That's what my doctor put me on. Well, I didn't realize that he had just had a stent put in maybe like his second or third one. And um, at least his doctor said, you know, I'm going to put this stent in, but you also need to change your diet or it's not going to hold. It's not going to change anything. You're going to be back here to see me. And so uh, I didn't know what it was. I just got on Amazon. I ordered the book and then I ordered the companion cookbook that uh, Dr. Esselstyn's wife and daughter um, created. And I just got both of them in the mail. I sat down, I read the book from cover to cover and it made a lot of sense to me. It's, it's a, it's a very low fat plant-based diet. So it uh, basically, as he says, you don't eat anything that comes from something with a face or a mother. Um, so, or any products that come from something that had a face or a mother. Um, so no animal products. And then also zero oil, which is the opposite of what my doctor told me. No nuts, no avocados, uh, like no coconut, just really low fat. Um, and then I, you know, I got the gist of it, but honestly, what I did was I just opened up that cookbook and every, you know, I had oatmeal every day for breakfast and then for lunch and for dinner, I just cooked something out of that cookbook until I really understood what I was doing. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And that cookbook, you know, I'm sure was so helpful because I think that's the question a lot of people ask. Okay. Well, now I, I know what I, I shouldn't be eating, but what, what do I eat? <laughs> what do I eat? You know? <laughs> exactly. You know, like, what do I eat? And I think, you know, just suddenly, like, all, like, even, 
you know, you can't even think like, well, okay, what's you just all of a sudden you think diet culture and you're like, okay, th- stuff has to be labeled. Okay. So what is plant-based? And, you know, I remember even my kids who are young asking me that, like when I went plant-based and I'm like that apple you're eating. Right. And they're like, oh. Right. <laughs> right. You're right. So yeah, anything that comes out of the earth. And so really it's, um, it's pretty easy. It's just, you know, whole grains. So I eat a lot of brown rice and oats and quinoa and I'll eat millet and, you know, just things like that. And then legumes, um, beans and peas and lentils and then fruits and vegetables. And that's, you know, really it. Herbs, spices, all those delicious things. Now, had your dad been following that? Because he recommended that book to you. Had he, had he been doing that? Or had kind he of. <laughs> it's funny. Well, you know what? He's still alive. And, and that was a while ago. And he's had another, I have to say, he's had another stint since then. I don't, I gotta, I have to clarify if he's going to the same cardiologist. I think he is. But the cardiologist told him, you are getting so skinny. He's like you know, six feet tall. And he was like 140 pounds. And he said, you're getting so skinny. You have to start eating chicken and fish. And I was like, dad, don't Uh, eat chicken and fish. Just start eating like more hummus and more cereal before you go to bed. And, you know, just more potatoes. And, uh, and so he's not exactly following it, but I would say he eats a lot healthier than most people. Um, but he did follow it for a while and he actually, you know, filed, like I said, he followed it pretty well for a while until his doctor talked him back out of it. Just kills me. I, I can't, I can't even think about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't want to like point fingers or anything. But sometimes <laughs> you wonder like, and you hear rumors out there like, are doctors like, do, is there something going on with, you know, the dairy meat industry mm-hmm. and them? And yeah, you know, like, I don't want to get into all that political stuff right now. Right. But, you know, you do think that when you hear that, like, well, why would he tell him? to stop doing what was working right. despite, you know, him just being maybe a little underweight. Yeah. And, uh, he was skinny for sure, but that's okay. That can be, you know, you can reverse that pretty easily. That's, that's, I could gain a couple pounds a day if I tried real hard. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, uh, like you said, just eat more potatoes. Right? Right. Eat more potatoes. <laughs> eat a big bowl of cereal before you go to bed. Just, you know. Oh man. So how long did it, so you started following the diet. I'm trying to put together a timeline here. So you started following the diet and how long did you go back to that doctor eventually or another doctor and have them run some tests to see, you know, where everything was at? I have never been back to that doctor. I, I should, I've I've actually called his office to try to talk to, I was like, I want to talk to him uh, I want him to call me and they're like no you're not a patient he's not going to call you you can come in I'm like I'm not paying $200 to come tell him he was wrong (laughs) but uh I have so I, I started eating that way immediately and uh I guess I just started seeing the weight loss first I probably I wasn't really overweight I I'm I'm five foot three I weighed like 140. So I had like 10 good pounds I could, you know, have lost, but now I weigh like one between 114 and 118. That's how I fluctuate. So I think I started seeing the weight loss first. And then uh, I think about three or four months into it, I went and got my cholesterol tested and it had come down a lot already, probably came down about 30 or 40 points. And I would say within the year, it was down a hun- over 100 points. Oh, um, wow. And then I got like a, a, a comp- I forget what it's called. It's like an extended blood panel is what I think they called it. And uh, I took it to really my OBGYN, who is like my primary doctor. It's really the only doctor I see once a year for my well woman. And she's like, yeah, you know, this says that you've changed the size and shape of your blood platelets, which is a huge big deal. And so I had, you know, lost over 20 pounds 
brought my cholesterol down like 110 points and then changed the size and shape of my blood platelets. They were hard and dense and small, and now they're big and round and fluffy the way they're supposed to be. So I haven't been back to a a doctor. I probably should. But the thing is, I know I'm not adding any more injury and my, my arteries were not clogged. They were just on their way to being clogged. So I know I haven't added anything to that. Um, I do, I do think I should probably go to a doctor and have that looked into a little bit, but, uh, I don't know. I feel really good. So, yeah, no, that, like you said, you know, if that cholesterol, you, you had that tested, you had the blood panel done and that was looking great. And the confirmation that, Hey, you actually reversed some of the, you know, Mm -hmm. like things inside your body. It's actually just interesting talking with someone recently about, you know, we were talking, oh, there's all these popular diets out there and, um, you know, like keto or something mm, like that. God. And while you, you might look great on the outside, you know, that's the first thing people kind of notice. But how, you know, no one's really talking about how that's affecting you inwardly. Mm-hmm. And while while it's great that you started to notice like, okay, I was dropping some pounds and that and, you know, I was looking good and feeling good. But it's like, okay, the hardening thing to me is like you actually reversed (laughs) these things that were going on inside your body, your arteries, your cholesterol, these things that really, really are key things to our health when it comes down to it. Yeah, exactly. That keto is, that's my word. I know. And I, I know like two people, friends of friends, I don't really know them, that have died of heart attacks while doing like ridiculous keto. So... It's, oh, I hate that. I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear ya. I hear ya. You know, my husband, he, he works in um, manufacturing, so he's around a lot of guys and mm. always say at the new year, well, so-and-so, you know, like is going on that all, you know, all meat diet or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, oh. And we're both like, no, like, well, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh man, how can you even think that's a well-rounded diet? No. Does your husband eat plant-based as well? He would be very plant forward. Yeah. We call him. He uh, grew up um, with a family that has a great, always had a great big garden and mm-hmm. stuff. So he was always like out in the garden. I mean, he'll even eat potatoes raw and green Whoa. beans raw. <laughs> oh, like, what? What? I didn't know you could eat a potato raw. Well, either did I until he told me that he did that. And I was like, that's gross. <laughs> I guess it's crunchy, you know, maybe a little watery. (laughs) Yeah, to me, he's very, very, very mindful of what he eats. And definitely, um, when I went plant-based and, you know, we, you know, cut out like cheese and all a bunch of dairy stuff. And he's like, wow, you know, he's like, I really feel a lot better, Mm -hmm. you know, after meals or something like that, or after taco night, which maybe in the past I've been full of sour cream and cheese. And you just feel afterwards, you feel like, well, I got to go lay down. (laughs) Got to unbutton my pants. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, he's always like, I feel great now. So there's definitely, um, just so many positive things about going plant-based. Now, I did like, how did your, so you were already eating pretty healthy, but, you know, I think a lot of people wonder when switching to plant-based, like, how is it to add all that fiber in? Beans are full of fiber and everything. So did you kind of slowly work that in? Um, or how, how did that go? Cause I know just people wonder about that. <laughs> I, you know, I just dove right in. I just went full force. And honestly, I have a cast iron stomach. We always joke, like I, I probably have never had food poisoning because my mom would pull leftovers out of the refrigerator for like two weeks. So I, I think I'm like salmonella proof and fiber. Pr- like you just, you can't wreck, you can't mess with my stomach. It's, it's good. Um, so I have never really reacted to food. I never had a problem. I do realize a lot of people have told me that, yeah, the beans make them too gassy and all the fiber. And so some people do go slow, um, you know, slowly introduce things. But for me, like I just wanted to dive right in. And, and for me, it was easier because I think, I really do think in this, on this, this way of eating, if you dabble in it, 
it almost makes it harder. I think you have to just dive right in. Maybe you're not eating as much fiber if that's bothering you. You could start with smaller servings of beans, you know, maybe a quarter cup, you know, maybe more starchy vegetables like the, you know, sweet potatoes and potatoes. Um, and, and, you know, then slowly add in the green leafy vegetables. But for me, it really changed my palate right away. You know, within a couple of weeks, I, I was craving the kind of food that I eat now. And I had been, you know, I had been eating healthy, but healthy-ish, except for all the oil. And But I was eating dairy, you know, and I, I thought, oh, it's low-fat dairy, it should be okay, or it's egg whites. But I didn't realize how harmful that was. And I was still craving kind of some real fatty foods. But after like a week or so, it just went away. And I think it was that fast. I don't know. But I would say pretty quickly, it went away and my palate really changed. So I think it, for me, it was just easier to just dive right in. And like I said, I got the cast iron stomach. So just (laughs) no problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I think, you know, um, there are those, there are those types of people like, and I'm that way too, where I can just say, you know, some people might say like, Oh, Sarah, it looks like you just like decided to go plant-based overnight. And it's like, well, actually I was researching it for many months. And then all of a sudden I was like, bam, I'm going to do it. And then, you know, I just do it. Right. (laughs) Um, And you know, there, you know, so there's types like us and then there's other types that, you know, like to slowly transition into, into it and stuff. And, but you're so right. Your palate does change. And I, I have been, reading a lot about how you can retrain your taste buds and you can do that quite quickly. I think it's, you know, pretty much in that week time period Mm -hmm. or a little bit longer that you can just completely reverse your taste buds and what your taste buds want, which, you know, is so amazing in our over-processed, over-sugar society that like, really, if you just give it a little bit of time, Mm-hmm. You can actually, you know, change change what you want to eat, and then if you go back and have that sugary thing or that's really salty thing, it's gonna just taste whoa, yeah, even more sugary and salty. <laughs> Did you ease into it, or you went all the way right away? Um, yeah. So when I had cut out. I had cut out dairy because I was dealing with a lot of sinus issues mm. and sinus infections. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, no doctor will tell you that dairy, you know, cutting out dairy helps you with that. Right. But I was like, there's got to be something because I was like, every time I eat ice cream or anything like that, like just the drainage would be a mess. Mm-hmm. And I was just so tired of that. You know, it was like I'm getting embarrassing, like having to like, carry around a little Kleenex with me everywhere if I had like dairy food or something. Like pull it out of your sleeve like an old lady. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was, so I was like, okay, so I cut that out first. And then, um, and then a few months, months later, I was dealing just with a lot of inflammation in my neck. And again, no doctor had told me to, um, to try to change my diet at all. Um, I'd been in a car accident and, you know, I'd been to physical therapy and I was still taking like two to four ibuprofen a day from Mm -hmm. headaches. And I was like, I just can't keep doing this. I was like, you know, my kids were really small at the time. And I was like, this is just not a way to live. And so I had researched like whole 30 and I just, you know, I was kind of like, eh, about that. And then, um, my niece actually um, had gone plant-based to deal with some running injuries. And she still is Mm -hmm. plant-based now, but she was like a junior in high school. So she was pretty young. And um, so she was really, she was on cross country, like the captain of the team, but she was dealing with all these injuries after injury after injury. And when she completely went vegan plant-based, she stopped getting injured as much. And I was like, okay, there's something there. Yeah. There's something there with that inflammation. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. So I just was like, bam, okay, I'm doing it. (laughs) That's, you know, when you mentioned the sinus infections, like I used to constantly have a sinus infection or um, swollen glands. And I have not had that since I went plant-based. I don't even, you know, knock wood, get sick ever. And as a matter of fact, I was exposed to COVID. My friend um, came over and we were in the backyard. And then like a couple of days later, she was like, I, I 
just tested positive. And I was like, no. (laughs) And so I uh, went and I got tested and then I got tested again and I never got it. You know, and I'm not saying that is because of plant-based. I mean, there's a viral load if she wasn't breathing directly in my face and all that kind of stuff. And we were outside and, but still, you know, I just feel like my immune system's really strong and, you know, your, your gut biome turns over in about a week too. like plant plant eaters have a different microbiome than, than meat eaters. And it just protects you from so much. It's amazing. Oh yeah, no, I am totally, totally agree. I have been now I do have kids and this year they aren't in the public school, but, um, you know, past years they have been, and, you know, I, you know, always love to volunteer to coach them on their activities and stuff. So, you know, I, I, can't say that I haven't been of course <laughs> because I've been exposed to germs. Oh My yeah, kids are germy. Yeah, they're very germy. But, um, I've been I've been far less sick yeah. than um than I was, and yeah, like I used to have to go on that really strong. Um, I don't even remember the the Z pack. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that Z pack, and that oh, just killed your immune system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I used to have to go on that a couple times every from fall all the way to spring. I'd have to go on. <laughs> oh wow! And That's yeah, funny. and it was like no wonder, you know. It was like not only like I kept feeding the fire, eating inflammatory foods, but I was also taking the Z pack and killing my immune system. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. So it it really is amazing how you can, like you said, change your gut biome, improve your immunity. Um, and you know, this isn't just for adults. You. Um, you had mentioned right before we hopped on this podcast how you had watched my son. I had interviewed him about, you know, him being vegetarian and meatless. And um, I was thinking about it and I had asked him on that. I was like, hey, you don't get sick as much anymore, do you? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I don't, mom. And he's only 11. And, you know, I mean, I did all the things right when he was a baby. I breastfed him to keep his immunity up and all that stuff. But he's just always been my sicker kid. He just always catches everything. Right. Influenza. He's always had influenza every year. But when he went, like after I think his body adapted and stuff, like last year was the first year he didn't get influenza, which amazing. was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really is amazing. So a big part of your um, story is also ditching oil. Mm-hmm. So I know people, you know, they have always heard, oh, oil is heart healthy. That's what the cardiologist told me. <laughs> Yes. So why is that such an important part in reversing heart disease to ditch the oil? You know, oil is the only food that is 100% fat. It's just, uh, and it's a processed food like olive oil. It comes from the, the whole food is olives. So the oil is processed. It's 100% artery clogging fat. Um, it encourages your liver to make more cholesterol when you eat it. And um, it, it's, you just don't need it. You can get like, if you are, if you are, don't have a lot, if you don't have heart disease, you can get um, fat from avocados and from nuts, but you know, you have to kind of, you can't eat as much of that as you really think you can. It's, it's something that you eat in small amounts. Um, you're, there's fat in everything. There's fat in lettuce. There's fat in beans, just a little bit. So your body is getting fat. Uh, you just don't need as much of it as, as you think. And then the other thing that people always say to me is, well, what about the Mediterranean diet? And what I've, I've looked into this a lot. And I think the Mediterranean diet is very helpful in spite of the olive oil, not because of the olive oil. You know, that's a whole lifestyle that people are eating mostly fruits and vegetables and beans and legumes. Then they eat a little bit of olive oil and they sometimes eat a little bit of chicken or fish or meat, you know, maybe once or twice a week, but it's like garnish size. It's not like a big slab of steak, you know, and then they walk a lot and then they're with their friends. They have a close knit community and they, they, you know, walk up the hills and they do work in the garden. And so they like have a healthy lifestyle. They're well connected to, you know, their communities. And so 
that's that's more of in spite of than because of i think yeah yeah and i think you know just people like oh my gosh well i'm supposed to be eating healthy but if i'm gonna avoid oil too like what do i put on my salad yeah well, that is true. And it's tough. Um, you have to find a dressing that you like. You, you're going to have to probably make one. Um, my favorite dressing is in, I think it's called the, what cookbook it is? It's Engine 2. I think it's in the Engine 2 uh, cookbook. And uh, that's Rip Esselstyn. He's the son of Dr. Esselstyn from the Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. And so Rip Esselstyn has a book. He eats avocados and nuts and so forth. But this dressing um, has like has a little bit of Worcestershire. It has some uh, nutritional yeast and balsamic vinegar and mustard and wheat germ, and it's just delicious. Like there's other things in it too. I don't know the whole red lemon. It's just it's so good and it feels really hearty um, yeah. because you you have the the point is you have to find something that you like um, and that you want to put on your salad. So yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, until you find something. I, today I actually made something. Um, again, you could use nuts as a base, but I used white beans instead. I put it in like the little mini food chopper. It was like a half a can of white beans. And this is going to sound really weird. My son, my son actually told me about this recipe. So he made it with nuts yesterday, but it was half. I did half a can of white beans, uh, clove of garlic, some um, like a chili, what are they? Chili peppers and adobo sauce, oh, yeah. uh, chipotle, and then um, and then cinnamon. And did I say lemon already? And a little bit of water. And I put it all in the food processor. It was so good. It was mm. really good. Yeah. So you just- yeah, no, that sounds that sounds delicious. Actually, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think so. Do you do you eat nuts and avocado now in small amounts, or do you just avoid those two? You know. I'll eat, I don't eat avocados once in a while, maybe once every two, three weeks, I'll make like a little seed sauce. Um, seeds are a little bit lower in fat than nuts. Uh, I'll make like a seed sauce in my Vitamix with um, toasted sesame seeds and lemon and water and garlic and sometimes cilantro. It just depends. I put all different kinds of things in there and I drizzle that. That's not my salad dressing. I'll maybe drizzle that on some greens. Um, but I really try to keep it pretty low fat. Once in a while I'll eat a nut sauce or, um, sometimes I make like a macaroni and cheese and I do a quarter cup of walnuts and then three quarter cups, white beans and nutritional yeast and smoked paprika and some other things. But I really try to keep the nuts, like a quarter cup, maybe, I don't know, twice a month, just really minimally. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that is important to point out that, you know, if you are at risk for heart disease or you're worried, maybe, you know, genetically wise, you had family that had a lot of heart disease. It is important to be mindful of that. And I think people forget that, you know, oh, those nuts and avocado and, you know, those, yeah, those are healthy fats, but, you know, don't go all gung ho and just start, you know, eating them willy nilly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of, Um, like I'm, my body makes cholesterol. Well, everybody's body makes cholesterol, but mine's making extra. It's really, you know, it's doing a great job. (laughs) Yeah. It's an overachiever. Well, and, you know, and some people might be like, oh, you know, I just couldn't, you know, put a splash of vinegar or lemon on my salad and call it good. Well, it's like, well, again, let's go back. You can change your palate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you, really, you really can. And um, I'm not oil free, um, but we do try to be mindful of the oils that um, we use. And I think for a while, you know, we had done a lot of oil free salad dressings and, and things. Um just to kind of, oh, let's, you know, see what that's like. And I will say when you go back to having an oil-based salad dressing, it is really oily. (laughs) Yes. All of a sudden you're like, whoa, like I feel a little greasy Mm -hmm. or something almost. And, um, and I will say like, uh, you know, I've had some recently and it's like, I'm reaching for more salad greens because I'm like, okay, I feel like I put too much, even though I felt like it was just a dab. Right. I guess there's nothing wrong that I'm eating more, more greens. More greens. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> to balance it out there. Yeah. But um, there are so many great one- recipes out there. And like you said, you can get really creative. And um, 
you'll you'll change your palate, and after a while, you you won't notice it. Right. Um, now, how do you deal with going out to eat, though? Because kind of gets outside of your hands, um, you know, when you're out to eat, especially with oil. Mm-hmm. As, you know, I mean, restaurant kitchens, that's just, woo, what they use. <laughs> that is that is the toughie. That's the really hard part. Um, so I have several, several strategies. You know, it just really depends. Like if I know I'm going out to eat in advance and... Well, first of all, I've been doing this for over five years. So in Austin, I have all my little places down where I know I can eat and I've talked to the chef there and I just have to call and say I'm coming. They make me something or I show up, just depends on the situation. Um, But when I was starting out um, or if I'm traveling, you know, if I know I'm going out in advance, I call the restaurant between, first of all, I look on their website um, or I search in the city. I search on there's happycow.net, which um, gives you, you know, vegan option restaurants. And then also open table, you can search by vegan friendly restaurants. You can filter it that way. So if I'm going to a city where I don't really know what I can eat, I'll kind of start that way and look at their menu. But of course, like you said, it's always going to have oil. And as a matter of fact, sometimes I find that the vegan restaurants are actually harder to eat at than non-vegan restaurants. Really? Yeah. They just use so much more oil. But um, so it's, it's outrageous. But so I search, I look on their menu and I see something that looks like I can eat and I'll call up the restaurant. Um, you want to call when it's not busy. So not during the lunch or dinner rush, maybe like two to five in the afternoon is a good time to call a restaurant. And you ask... <clears throat> to speak to the chef or the manager. And I just tell them, look, I have a really severe dietary restriction and I'm, I'm vegan. So I don't eat any kind of um, animal products, no cheese, no butter, no meat, you know, no dairy, no eggs. And I also can't eat any oil. Um, And then I suggest something like I'll say, I noticed on your menu, you have this cauliflower dish. Could you just make it, you know, steamed for me with some rice? I saw you have this. So be ready to suggest things. I think if you just leave it up to them, it's overwhelming. They're like, what are you talking about? You can't, what can you eat? You know, but if you suggest something, it, they're really pretty um, open to, to helping you out. Um, and then of course, you know, there's times when, when you don't get to plan and you're just out and about. And, um, I always kind of have like a little arsenal of things in my purse, in my car. Um, like if I know, all right, we're going out, it's possible we end up at Mexican food. I'm going to end up, I'm going to bring, uh, with me, I make like organic corn tortillas and I bake them in the oven and that's like tortilla chips, but without oil. So I always have that because you can generally get um, beans without oil, uh, depending on, you know, you can call around to restaurants and say, do you have vegetarian beans that don't have any oil or lard in them and, and find some some restaurants, Mexican restaurants. Um, and then you can do pico de gallo and salsa and you've got your chips and then you feel like you've eaten something. So that's one thing. I always have a good salad dressing if I'm just going to be out running errands all day and I don't know what's going to happen you can always get a bowl of lettuce and if you have your good salad dressing in a like a leak proof container you're good to go you feel like you've eaten something so you know that's just a couple of strategies I love that tip on suggesting to them some items when you call them. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I've always heard that, oh, well, you know, most chefs are going to be so happy to make you something. And, (laughs) you know, like, and you think, well, yeah, but like if it's a busy dinner rush, Mm -hmm. they're probably not going to want to do that realistically. But if you call ahead and say, hey, I see you have this on your menu, can you just modify it? Um, you know, I'm going to be there later or yeah. I'm going to be grabbing takeout, which is more likely these days. Right. Um, you know, they're going to be more, yeah, just kind of starting on their ground um, is really, that's a, such a cool idea. Yeah. I, I love that. And, um, you know, in most places, you know, I, I think people will use that as a crutch, like, oh, well, what will I do when I go out to eat? Just better not do this diet at all. Right. It's like, what? wait, how often are you going out to eat? Exactly. Like, well, that could be an issue. But um, 
you know, like, I think, you know, they, people are more than happy, I feel like, to help guests at, you know, dinner or lunch, you know, get something that they're gonna, that they're gonna eat. Um, in fact, we just, um, had gone over to a place on the other side of the state on Michigan, um, called a little town called Frankenmuth. And they're famous for these chicken dinners. <laughs> Why? Like literally the whole town, like there's two big chicken dinner restaurants. Oh Anyways, I was making reservations with the lady. We were taking the kids to a water park. We weren't going over there for chicken. We're going for chicken but, dinner, um, kids. <laughs> You know, um, it's this cute little Bavarian town and it's huge on Christmas. I have a huge Christmas store. But anyways, um, we were taking them to the water park and the lady's like, why do you want to make reservations at our, you know, famous chicken restaurant? And I'm like, well, I'm like I'm vegan and my son's vegetarian. So I really, you know, I don't know really if that's really in our wheelhouse right now. And she's like, hey, you just let me know. Our chefs will make you what you want. Nice. And, you know, she's, like, just telling me that uh, up front. That's awesome. And, you know, so I think, you know, when you mention it and you aren't afraid to mention it and, you know, you're confident about that and, like, this is the way I eat and, you know, this is why maybe I can't, you know, come to this restaurant, you know, they're, they're probably going to come up with a solution for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, you, I really do think, you know, if you, if you can call ahead and if you can suggest something, look, I'm not saying sometimes you're going to end up with a plate of steamed vegetables and you're not going to be that thrilled, but at least it's, you know, maybe if you pull your salad dressing out of your purse or whatever and throw it over that. A, a lot of times, like you, I say, well, do you have like a little sriracha or a little tamari? If they just bring me some steamed vegetables, you can just, you can doctor it up and then you can eat a little more when you get home. So sometimes it's not going to be fabulous, but I can also tell you, I've had some unbelievable meals, you know, just explaining to the chefs what I can eat and making suggestions. And then sometimes they really get it and they go out of their way. And it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. And then, you know, and then if you're worried about being in a group or something, and I've had lots of work situations in the past yeah. when we traveled a lot for work at the yeah. place. Um, and anyways, um, you know, like eventually it got to the point, like always they'd be a little concerned, like, well, Sarah, what are you going to eat if we go to this restaurant? And I'd always be like, guys, I'll figure it out. I know how to work the menu. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. I know how to find something that I'm going to eat, you know, like, um, but it does take, you know, I will say it takes a, maybe a little bit of time yeah. um, to kind of learn that as well. Yes. Um, I probably wasn't as confident at restaurants to start with. And there were quite a few times when I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but you know, once you kind of, like you said, you learn a little bit more and that's, what's great about, um, your website and everything that you do is because you already have these tips to get us to that confident point. Yeah. So, yeah. So you help people and I love how you worded this on your website. You help people ace plant-based eating and ace means, means two different things. Can you explain what it stands for? Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm developing, uh, it's going to be an online class and ace stands for, uh, a is a men amend the recipe. So if you are, you know, looking up a a recipe and it has oil, of course, you're going to omit the oil. Um, If it involves sauteing vegetables, you're just going to saute in some kind of other liquid broth, vegetable broth, wine, water, whatever. If it's baking, you're going to add applesauce instead of oil. If, If you're baking something and it says add a half a cup of oil, you're going to add a half a half a cup of applesauce instead. Um, or however you have to amend the recipe. If it's chicken fried steak you want, then you have to say, okay, maybe I make um, instead of, you know, whatever the meat is and chicken fried steak, God only knows, then you make like a, a portobello or a cauliflower is the base. So you're going to amend the recipe. And then C and A stands for cook without oil. And I just kind of went over that a little bit of, of how you're going to cook without oil. And then E stands for eat out. And that's really all you have to know is those three things. If you can amend the recipe, cook without oil and and learn how to go out to eat, then really you can do this, this way of eating. No problem. And I actually, on my uh, website, 
the top menu, there's something, uh, there's videos, how-to videos. And I have videos of how to go out to eat, how to travel. There's one video that's like 16 minutes long, and it's just the overview of everything, going out to eat, traveling, getting on a plane, staying in a hotel room traveling by car. But if you don't want to watch that whole thing, I've broken it out into sections. So you can just watch traveling by car, which is, I guess, what we're doing these days. So, um, or, you know, traveling by plane or whatever. Oh, wow. That is such helpful information. Just have it right there. Whether you're a reader or whether you're a watcher, you know, you have all the information to appeal to to everybody who's interested in going on a whole food plant-based diet that's that's oil-free. Um, that's just, that's so great. So that's right on your website. Mm-hmm. And if you sign up for your email, you get notified of all this or you get all the tips or. Yeah. So if you go to wellelephant.com, you can join my mailing list and um, right away you'll get, you can sign up for, I have a free three day meal plan and grocery list and um, you'll get that. And then every couple of, I think of the first week or two, you get, you know, maybe a couple emails every other couple days. And uh, and then after that, maybe just like every other week, and you'll get recipes and tips and tricks. And I try to keep it light and funny and informative and um, just, you know, give you some good information. Like um, one, one of the emails is, I call it my main, main meal, home base, meet your main meal. And I think one of the keys to how I eat is that I don't really ever have to think about what I'm going to eat because I always have a big thing of rice or quinoa in my fridge, a big thing of beans or lentils, um, greens ready to be steamed. Then maybe something else. Maybe I cook up a kombucha squash or some other kind of vegetables. Uh, Maybe I'll cook some tempeh or some tofu once in a while. And I just make a bowl. Your, your, your favorite thing, a bowl. And, yes, uh, yes, love them. <laughs> and then, power bowl. Exactly. <laughs> and so I have something to eat every, you know, I don't have to think about it. And so I eat the same thing a lot, but I top it with different things. Like I said, once in a while, I'll make a seed sauce. Sometimes I put some Bragg liquid aminos or tamari on the rice, or I put some sriracha or, you know, just whatever, different kind of things. And so it's always a little bit different because the beans are always different. The lentils are always different. You know, it's quinoa or it's frica or it's millet or it's brown rice, whatever. So it's always, it's always a little bit different, but it's some variation and it's ready to go. So instead of me standing in my refrigerator going, oh, what am I going to eat? It's, you know, it's ready to go. So it's emails like that. that kind of just arm you with some, some tools. Oh, I love that. And plus, you give out that three-day meal plan with the grocery list, which is perfect. Okay, let's just take all the thinking out of it. Let's just focus on, on you know, changing it and adapting and learning how to eat this way. And, you know, like you said, you know, meal prep aside, eating plant-based is really easy. That's you know, easy. like when people say, like, I don't know what to eat, it's like, well, just hit up the produce section at the store. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, it's really, it's much easier than any other diet I can think of, really. Mm -hmm. That's pretty easy. I mean, it it just seems like it's going to be hard because you think you're going to be starving. You think you're just eating a lettuce leaf and a carrot and that's could not be further from the truth. Like I love to eat and I actually like this um, way of eating because I like to eat a lot and I don't have to count calories. I don't have to worry. Like I just eat what I want to eat and, and that's it. And I don't gain weight like I used to, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, like you mentioned, I think you said something about this a little bit at the beginning, but oh, the seasonings, oh, the herbs and spices. Okay, we're not telling you to cut those out. Like, and if you think about it, if you were to eat a piece of chicken without any seasoning on it, it's pretty bland. That's very true. Yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, so whatever seasonings you were using before, as long as they weren't, you know, really high in sodium or something like that, you know what? Just use them on your beans, use them on your lentils, use them on your veggies. You're still going to have that delicious taste, um, you know, but, and you also don't have to worry about bleaching down your whole countertops or something. Oh, God. (laughs) Right. I forgot about that. I know, right? Yeah, yes. that's such a oh, wow. give me this. Oh, I just get squirmy even thinking about like touching. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh man, this has been such a great episode. 
I just think this information is so great because there's so many of us that either have parents that have heart disease, so you know it's in the family, or grandparents. I mean, gosh, I know, um, you know, some of my great grandpas dropped dead of heart attacks, and um, you know, my my dad is pretty prime to do the mm-hmm. same. You know, so you know, I always been like preventative is the best measure. Yes. You know, so you know, even before you're even confronted, you can kind of get a bird's eye view looking at your family. Like, okay, what's going to, what's going to happen here down the, Mm -hmm. down the road? Like what is going to be some risk factors for me? And you really can prevent it. Or in your case, you can completely reverse it, which is so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? It's yes, you can look at your family, but Heart disease is the number one killer of Americans. So if you're an American, you know, and you're eating a pretty typical diet, then then that's what you can look forward to. You can start on your cholesterol medicine, and then they're going to add in uh, blood pressure medicine, and then you're going to travel down the road for type two diabetes. I mean, it's it's a whole system that once you that was the you know reason I didn't want to start down the medication road. Um, once you just travel down that path, you're not, you're not handling anything. You're just treating symptoms and everything's getting worse. So I would encourage people to, you know, look at their diet. It's not, it's not scary. You, you, people end up loving this diet. I think everybody's a little hesitant at first, but people end up loving it. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. Definitely agree. So your website is wellelephant.com where they can get on your email list, get the three day recipes, get the, you know, the plan on how to do this, be encouraged along the way, get all the tips up front from, from you, which is perfect because you've already done it. You already know all the knowledge and you can just pass it on to people, which is amazing. And on social media, uh, is everything well elephant as well? Um, I think I have a kind of a complicated one on Instagram, but they could just search well elephant, you know, on, on Instagram and then Facebook is at well elephant, I believe. Perfect. Excellent. Well, I'll be sure to read all that in the show notes. And, um, you know, and yes, your your website, I'm sure, has links to where yes. you, you can be found on social yes, as well. Yes. So that makes it, it's, you know, the website's it's our real estate online. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's, our, it's our hub. So we'll link all that in the show notes. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story. This has been such great information and such a fun interview. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Wasn't that a great episode with Lauren? I am just so inspired by her story. And it makes me even more want to get the word out about following a plant-based diet and how healthy it is and how it can reverse so many things that are going on. Heart disease, diabetes. There's just so much information out there at our fingertips on how much a plant-based diet can help you. If you want to learn more about Lauren's story, I am going to link all of her information in the show notes over at badtothebowl.com forward slash 14. Again, that's badtothebowl.com forward slash 14. And hey, while you're over there, why don't you grab a copy of our five plant-based meatless mains? These are some of my family's favorites. You're going to love them. It's going to help set you up to follow a plant-based diet as well. And definitely check out Lauren's site. She's got so much helpful information on how you can, you know, follow a plant-based diet. If you're at risk for heart disease, how you can reverse that and more. Thanks, guys. 